Yeah, 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 yeah. What's good? It's BDG Shaw Cypher. You exclusively tune in to Underground Movers Podcast. We support anybody that's grinding, doing what they do on a daily basis in any, whether it be music genre, whether it be a business, whether it be whatever it is that you're doing that you want to talk about, that you want to make sure that people know about. You can do it definitely here on the Ground Movers Podcast. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting. We're streaming live on multiple platforms right now on Facebook, on Twitter, as well as YouTube. So shout out to everybody supporting on those platforms. But we got a dope artist, dope person that we get ready to speak to. Want y'all to get prepared. You already know what it is. Shaw Cypher, let's get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's good? Y'all know who I am, Charles Cypher. Stay hot, always hard Cypher. That's what it used to be. But right now, we ain't talk about me. We talk about the homie we got on on, on here right now, Sadir. What's good, my G? What's good, man? Thank you for having me, bro. This is dope. This is so dope. Well, I appreciate you, you know what I mean, uh, taking the time out with us. Shout out to the homie Corporate Tone. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Uh, Absolutely. So he sent you our direction and all that good stuff. So I'll plug that in because he be working. You know what I'm saying? So he does. <laughs> Yo, talk, talk to us about where you from, man. Like, where are you from? Like, let's just get this just get right deep into it. Like, tell us where you so from. Man, well, right here, I'm, I'm in the Bronx, Bronx, New York, um, by way of Norfolk, Virginia, the 757, as they call it. Okay. Um, just um, I spent a lot of time like traveling back and forth on the grind. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know if you know anything about VA or whatever, but it's not really much of anything popping. I know we have some great people that we all know and love: Missy, Timberland, Pharrell, Ella Fitzgerald. You know, some of the greats have come from VA, but it just really doesn't have the the the, the scene and the. Um, the, I guess, connections, if you will, that right. are here in New York. You know, here in New York, everything is a go, 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 go. Right. Virginia, everything kind of moves at a glacial pace. You know what I'm saying? And I'm one of those people, dude. It's like, I've always been like just a go, a get up and go get it person to my heart. You know what I mean? So it just made sense for me to just move it here because there were literally times where I was on the road going back to VA and I would get a call about something. I got to turn around and come right back to New York. You know what I mean? Right, so, right. yeah, it just made sense. Well, shout out to my business partner, Tampa Mystic, Industries Most Wanted, tuning in, checking us out. Yo, what's good? What's good? Yeah, I feel you, man, on the on the Virginia tip. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I You know, I got some, ironically, you know, I'm from I'm from Brooklyn, New York, so I understand, mm-hmm. you know, New York City. Ironically, mm-hmm. I got people that live in New York that moved to Virginia. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, they wanted yeah. to kind of wanted to slow down. So, but yeah. I Man, you know what I mean? I, I'm 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 currently in Jacksonville, Florida. And Florida's got some uh you know some dope artists, but there's certain parts of Florida that I used to live in a slow too. So I understand. So so when when was the time frame where you decided that okay, you know what, Virginia's not really, you know, where I needed to be for my music. And I know you say you were going back and forth. When, when did you decide? Like what was that first decision that said, yo, I'm going to go ahead and Boston? I mean go to go to go to the Bronx. To piggyback off of a previous thing you just said, I did. I lived in Jacksonville for four years. I lived on, Ooh. I lived on the south side of Mandarin. 
I lived in Orange Park for a little bit, West Side, Riverside. I lived all over Jacksonville. Wow. So even as far out as the north side off of Biscayne and Dunn Avenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I I, I know Jacksonville pretty well. <laughs> you know how you just small world, you know what I mean? Small it world. is, man. Crazy. It is. It is to answer world. your question, man, I um you know something I I can't even really pinpoint a time where I said, you know what, let me just, let me just go. Because the thing is, I always was trying to get here to live. Like most of my life was always back and forth here, back and forth, right. back and forth. Right. So Virginia, Virginia, New York, and Baltimore was pretty much all I knew. And then a little bit of time that I did in Florida. Right. Um, but you know something, dude, that, that, that you just asked me really speaks to this whole thing of things happening when they're supposed to. Because right. I distinctly remember three occasions where I was trying to move here and it just shot, it fell apart in such a crazy way. I'm talking about, I came up here, I interviewed to work for Apple, killed the interview, had all the indications that I was gonna get the job or whatever, got hired, got hired, right? And then the day that I was moving up here for the job, yo, they called me and said that they overhired by five people and I was one of the ones that they had to let go. Wow. So that you know, you know that like crushed me. But me being who I am, I'm gonna fall down for a little bit, but I'm gonna get right back up. I'm gonna dust no, off and get back up. But dude, when I actually moved here, a buddy of mine had gotten a promotion and he became a director at his job. And he just caught me up one day out out of the blue. I'd never forget. I'm laying on my mother's couch. He calls me out of the blue. He's like, "Boy, you still trying to move to New York, boy? Yo, I'm a director now. I'm, I'm about to hire you. When can you get up here for an interview?" And I'm like, "Mike, stop playing with me, dude." He was like, "Yo, can you get up here tomorrow?" Shot. I was on the next fucking. Oops, excuse me. I was on the next thing smoking. Good, you can. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're talk. I was on the next thing smoking, dude. I literally, I remember grabbing a black garbage bag, throwing a few outfits in there, something I could wear for an interview or whatever, just just something to get me here. And I was on the, I was on the next Sprinter bus to New York, and I've been here since. That's that was eight years ago. That's crazy. Like you said, with with look with fifty seven dollars in my pocket, bro. You know what? That's that's who, who moves to New York with fifty-seven bucks. Man, that's crazy. Especially usually you leave New York. You know what I mean? But yo, you, right. you yo, that's that's crazy. I like stories like that because it just shows that you know the grind. You was at you was laying on your mom's couch. You got that call. Yeah. You know. You know what that also tells me that you value relationships. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like you you have relationships with people, and you and you take care of those relationships. So Absolutely. even if you don't speak to these people for a while. The fact that your man, you know, became a director, he thought about you. You know yep. what I mean? He should have gave it to somebody that already lived in New York. You know what I'm saying? I passed you. He called you up. Didn't know Absolutely. what you got going on and just said, yo, when can you get down here for an interview? You know what I'm saying? And then, then, you, then you didn't tell him no. You was on the next day smoking, right? So, so that that shows the dedication behind it. Okay. Absolutely. Opportunity has presented itself. I'm going to take advantage of that opportunity. And then Quickly. I, you know, ended up to be now eight years in the, in the city that you wanted to be. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's definitely dope. So let's let's yeah. fast forward to music. When did music come in come into play for you? Bro, music has been a thing since I was a child, man. My mother will tell you right now that she had gotten so sick of me dragging record players and CD players around the crib by the right. court. Like, you know, I was that kid. Like, you know, most other kids wanted, you know, the new like ps whatever game console was out at the time or nintendo something or other i wanted a microphone i wanted you know 
some kind of drum machine or keyboard or and and the the irony to that is I don't I don't produce I don't really have the patience to produce my own tracks or whatever I have other people who make my music for me, but um but I always wanted something to do with music you know what I mean the right. latest hot hot record that was out that was the stuff I wanted you know what I mean music has always been a thing for me bro I I, I can't remember it not being. I feel you. So let me ask you this, like, you know, since music has been something that that's that's grew, and you know, that pretty much has been part of your DNA. Let's say you say it like that. It's been part of your DNA. Who else who else influenced you or did anybody influence you within the music scene or, you know, in and out of music it doesn't necessarily be music, but, you know, anybody influenced you to say, OK, I'm going to try it, not 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 just listen to it and really love it. But try it. You know something? I'll tell you this. So first of all, some of my musical inspirations, I think every young black kid growing up has loved Michael Jackson, the Jackson family, Michael, Janet, all all of them, but namely Michael. But for me, it was Michael Jackson, Prince. I always loved Luther's voice. I always wanted to dance like Gregory Hines. Um, You know what I mean? Just, you know, like the the legends, you know what I'm saying? But as far as hip hop is concerned, and I got this quick story for you. As far as hip hop is concerned, dude, I love, love, love like old school hip hop. When I say old school hip hop, I'm talking Salt and Pepper, Big Daddy Kane, okay, Dante, stuff like that. That's and yeah, yeah. I loved, I loved when I was a kid. I never forget, dude. I was a kid, and there was this uh, rap battle going back and forth between MC Light and Antoinette. Yeah, 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 yeah. And to Antoinette to me. I it's I fell in love with her the first time I heard her, yo. And the crazy thing how the how the tables turn. That's why I always tell people like you, you can't give up on the things that you want because you just don't know how the tables are gonna turn. Right, right now, me and that me and that woman are really good friends now. She came to my um I had an album release party a few years ago and she came. Right. And um I I dropped a single. She really liked it. She was like, yo, if you ever do a remix, I gotta get on that with you. And we're right. still trying to make that happen. But just the fact that one of the artists who was not just my favorite but you also and you you're one of the reasons that i'm on the mic now right right and, right. You, and you like my stuff to come and want to work with me yo that that shit just blew my mind yo i know for a fact i know for a fact that antonette's genuine and what i was saying is about antonette and, and thank you people for tuning in and I, I saw y'all still tuning in shout out to y'all we had a little technical difficulties but it's all good we back we here word, word. Um, word. Things I know about Antoinette, well, I was talking about my partner, um, Solar 235. She did a song with him, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Um, same story for the fact mm-hmm. that you're saying you know something similar, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And y'all, y'all don't even know each other, right? Because the type of person she is, so definitely shout out to you, and you know what I mean, and, and, and her. Um, so listen, you got this song that we're gonna be playing a little bit later, mm-hmm. called Epic, right? So um, before we get into why is that song is, you know, a song that you, you know, I mean, before we get into, you know, how that song was created, talk to me about your style. Like when people want to, you know, people want to listen to this new music or music period. And then they say, yo, I never heard anything that you did. What type of music do you do? What would you say? You know, something for the longest time, people asked me that and I really didn't know how to answer it because I'm not like a single genre artist. I, I like all different sounds and, and so on and so forth, whatever. But um, I had a show at this place called Drum last year. And when I got off the stage, the guy goes, 
yo, that's a deal, yo. I swear, every time he brings the party, wow. and it just and, and that phrase just just caught on, and it just became this thing of oh, Sadia, you bring you know whenever somebody hear about me doing a show, yo, you bring in the party. This oh, you bring in the party, right? You bring wow. in the party. So it's just become a thing. So I guess now my brand of music is bringing the party. You know, I like I I'm very '90s influenced. I love that era. I think everybody and their mother loved the era of the '90s. It right. was just such great music and when you look back even even some of the music that may have been emotional depressing melancholy or whatever you want to call it back in the 90s you look back on it now in 2022 and it was dope you could you probably would would bop to it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday right right <laughs> you know what i mean it, it was it was just dope like that you know what i'm saying and i miss that so much i miss the fun feeling of music i miss yeah. people wanting to dance now you got cats that just want to stand up against the wall and meme mug nah like you know, life is short. Let's let's party and have a good time. Let's 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 live it up while we're here. You know what I mean? And that's the feel that I want to exactly. project in my music. You know? Yeah. Okay. So that leads me to Epic. Now I heard the song. The song is dope, and I think you know you got you. that same energy in there. But what led you to, to create that song? And then who produced it? You want to know something, dude? <laughs> This is gonna sound real like corny when I tell you this, but you know, as artists, we get inspiration from anywhere. Yeah. So, like I told you before, I've always loved Michael Jackson. Alone loving Michael Jackson, I've always loved the Epic Records logo. So I always said, like, if I ever, if I ever make it big, whatever, whatever, I wanna be on Epic Records. Epic, epic, epic. That's that's always been a word for me. And then it became a slang term. Oh my god, that's an epic fail. Oh, that was an epic bomb. That was epic, this epic, epic. Right. And one day I just kinda I just I just kinda looked up epic just to really see because I never really knew what it meant. And epic means like it's it's like larger than life, grand proportions. You know, you don't you don't wanna go out in the world and be amazing or great. You wanna be epic. Right. You know what I mean? And um, I wrote Epic pretty, I want to say at the height of the, not at the height of the pandemic, but around that time when things were starting to, when things were open up for a couple of weeks and then close again, right. when, right. when they was kind of teasing us, saying that they was going to let us back outside and we right. thought we was going to go party. So right. I wanted a song that was like a dope, upbeat, feel good, we outside song. Okay without without being cheesy and saying oh we outside we back outside you know right, 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 right. I, I just wanted a serious party bop and um if you listen to it the the song is really heavily inspired by um do you remember the after party yeah 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 it's it's heavily inspired by that as a matter of fact i talked to v and i was like yo i'm about to drop this song called epic and i just want you to know that you you know that Corby Brown really inspired this song because I wanted I was watching the video for that song one day and I was like yo just watching the video they are partying so hard they're having such a good time not a care in the world and I just wanted a song like that and I was like you know what epic here we go um the producer Evo Evo produced it Evo has produced for Chris Brown her um he brewed, he did some ghost stuff for Mary um Evo's produced for some of everybody, man. He's definitely an up and coming. So well, to have somebody like that attached to my stuff, I'm like, yo, that's epic. <laughs> I, I yeah, I'm not going to lie. You know what I mean? When I heard the, when I heard the beat, I was like, okay, this definitely sound like you know a, a, a one of the you know a, a dope producer did this. You know what I'm saying? So thank you. you know what I mean, um, and we're gonna play it a little bit later, you know. But I want to make sure that. Uh, um, you know what I mean? We talked about that. Shout out to my business partner, Tampa Mystic. She making sure. 
that you know we 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 on here correctly. We if I had problems, she she checking on me. So shout out to you. Nice. Um, nice. You know what I mean? And 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 all that good stuff. She always hold me down. So I always gotta make sure I shout her out. Absolutely. You know what I mean, so what do you what is your what is your process in picking producers? Like, is there a certain producer that you work with on a consistent basis? Or do you kind of mix it up depending on what kind of you know beats you get and vibes you get? On? It really depends. So it's a couple of things. The sound of the music, right? Right. Um, that's I, I want to say that that's first and foremost, but at the same time, it's not because you can have a dope track, but be a not so dope person. And right. I'm one of these artists where it's like, um, and I'm, I'm sure this will change as things grow for me, but when i do stuff like when i like when i linked up with evo to do epic it was a collaborative effort i'm not one of those people like i'm just the, i'm just the face and voice of it but at the same time i'm gonna let people know yo evo produced this right this is this is just as much his work as it is mine you know what i'm saying i don't i don't like that whole thing of just just take the cake and run you know what i mean it's it's more than just me that did this right. you know what i mean yeah. so when it comes to picking producers and such man i have to um I have to be able to vibe with the person, you know what I mean? Because I don't feel like you can, music is such a universal language, yo. It just speaks to so many people. I just don't feel like you can have that connection with everybody. Right, right, right. You know right. what I mean? So it's it's part of vibing with the producer and part of how dope that stuff is. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Um. So when it, when it comes to the, you know, you know, music itself is a business and being a brand, is very important, right? So when I look at today, I don't look at you as just an artist. I look at you as a brand. So you know how important is it for you to uh, really push your brand in a way where you you know you will be as successful as possible. Man, this it's super important because I'm involved in so many things. You know what's so funny, Shaw? You can you can never say what you will and won't do, or you can never really. Um, you can never really pick one avenue in this in this business. Well, for, for me, I'm speaking specifically for me. Right. So when I got off that bus that I that I told you about earlier, when I jumped up and moved there, when right. I got off that bus, I had a I had a, a an audition that morning. I came to New York to do music. You know what I'm saying? Since right. then, bro. Since then, not only am I an artist, I'm a photographer. Um, I do voiceover work. I do stage management, and my stage management didn't start with doing like open mics. My first stage management show was with Day 26 at, oh, S no, at, at, at Drum. Then I went on to do Melanie Daniels Walker and Soul Sundays at SOBs, Faith right. Evans at SOBs, India right. Ari at SOBs. So it, it popped off in a major way just from somebody saying, well, just from me saying to someone like, yo, you look like you stressed out. Do you need help with something? And dude was like, yo, this, this is the run of the show. I need you to take this and make the show happen. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but <laughs> it started. But it started on time and ended on time, and everybody liked the show. And I just kind of gained a reputation for it. You know what I mean? So right, it's, right. it's it's super important for me to to promote everything that I do because I feel like at the end of the day, one of those things is going to open the door for the next. Well, it's it's dope. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm an artist too. I do my artist thing on this end. Mm -hmm. um, as you can see, I'm doing this podcast. I got the podcast. We got my business partner, like I said, Tampa Mystic. We got a whole uh, the ground report. We got a whole brand that we push, and then we try to help as many people as possible. I self record. I don't really mix and master. You know what I'm saying? I got my. I got, Me too. I got. I got. You know, my engineers for that. 
But I, mm-hmm. I, I got it good enough so I can get it, you know, get it right. Right. Record it and right. Send those sims off. And then send those sims <laughs> and let y'all do that. You know? Right. Me too, man. That's me all day. You no, know, I know where to stop. Put it like that. Right. Right. I know my lane. I know my, I know my lane. lane. Exactly. Right. So it's important to have multiple hats, and especially in this business, because especially when you, you like right now, I don't, I don't really have the means to have multiple people do the things that I need. So sometimes I got to do it myself or network or have a relationship with people, you know, right. to do the things that I, I want to do. So right. during well, if you have in New York City and you need a photo shoot, I got you. Okay. Dope. <laughs> dope. That's my word. That's my word. I'm, I'm, I'm always ready with the camera, yo. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so, you know, what, what would you say is one of the biggest things you learned in this business, you know, since since you've been in it? Wow. Um, you know something? I am just recently, re- and when I say recently, I mean within like the last uh, few months, maybe three, we'll say three to six months. I'm just really learning that you can't do everything by yourself. You At some point, you have to be trusting enough and willing enough to let go because there's always somebody out there that knows way more than you i was just having this conversation with tone uh i want to say shit two days ago um because i had to let him know like look i'm 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 a teachable motherfucker you know what i mean like i'm one of those i'm one of those cats like i don't come in here even though i've been doing everything for myself for so long i'm not gonna come at you someone who like i couldn't tell you how to do a podcast i know nothing about it all i know is that you sit there in front of the mic with your headphones on but all the ins and outs of it and everything that you have to do to get ready for this i i don't know you know what i mean so how would i look coming on here telling you oh child you're not doing it right you're supposed to ask me blah 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 you know um but yeah i'm one of those people it's like you can give me all the information and i'm going to take what i need and apply it as such and everything else that i don't need i'm gonna do away with what I what I already know I know, but what I don't know I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up on that and and use that to my advantage. You know what I mean? So to answer your question, man, it's definitely been a thing of dare I say getting out of my own way, if you will, um, and just allowing allowing help, allowing people to help bring me up to where I want to be. You know what I mean? You know what you know what sometimes I think happens with that, like you know Tampa just put up here we need a solid team. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Right. So, you know, you, you try to, you, you've, you've grown up or you've came up in situations where you didn't really have, you thought you had the people that you needed, but they, they wasn't, they wasn't really for the cause, you know right. what I'm saying? So you start to develop trust issues as a result of that, you know what I mean? So we right. struggle with that because what you're trying to do is build a dream. Right. You can't force people to help you with your dream. So you want to, but you at the same time, you understand that it's that you can't do it alone, right? Like if you can get somebody to book some stuff for you, get somebody to, like you said, take pictures, get somebody to do video, it takes, you know, minutes off of your your time, your schedule to do other things. Kind of like when you when you're in a corporate setting, right? And you manage people and you delegate. You know what I mean? You right. can't delegate when you know in this general in, in our in our scenarios. It's all right. so we struggle with that, and you know Tampa literally just put I struggle with that too. Like me too, absolutely. But we got each other for for some of that. But we've got to the point where it's getting to a point where okay, me and Tampa, we may have to add more people because it's just getting that 
It's just getting that serious. Right, right. And, oh, yeah, we, we, we struggle with really trusting people. We, we're getting there. And I can definitely understand, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, letting go is definitely what we got to try to do. So I definitely. It is. It's, it's hard, man, when, you, when oh. you're so accustomed to doing it a certain way and by yourself and, and you you know your your quirks and qualms and what you're with and what you're not with and you know and having somebody else come into the fold that doesn't know you like that doesn't know your order of operations it, yeah it's it's crazy man it's crazy the, but i'm learning yeah i think one of the things that we can do too you know just thinking about it for an extra second is like all right when somebody does come along that that you feel like might want to add or be part of your process or be part of your brand Show them exactly the way you want it. They robots, mm-hmm. right? So now you got a program. Right. You know what right. I mean? So right. they know exactly the way you you do it when you good. Mm-hmm. Especially if you super OCD. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Bro. You know what I mean? Bro. Super OCD. Like you got to make sure that because you got a certain way it works this way. You've proven it, and then as down the line you start to trust in their ability to try to enhance. Right. It. So, right. But let me ask you this, like um, one question I always ask the people that 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 we that come to this show, and this is really part of the brand that me and Tampa got called the Grind Report. Um, what is what would you feel like your definition of grind is? What do I feel like my definition of grinding is? Of grind, yeah. Man, going after what you're after relentlessly. Right. You have to eat, breathe, shit, everything this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I have the big, it's funny that you asked me that, yo, because one of the biggest complaints, I guess, among my peers is that I don't know how to turn off. And that's another thing that I'm learning how to do. But when you're on this hustle, that couple of minutes that you turn off can be an opportunity out the window. Right, right. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's crazy because I've always, I, I tend to ask people like, what? What's the difference between an opportunity and being an opportunist? I don't think I'm an opportunist, but I'm always looking for an opportunity. Right. <laughs> you get what I'm, you get what I'm saying, right. and it's like you just in in this in this game, man. It's like things just happen so quickly right. that right. if you're not if you're not on your p's and q's, man, you can you can miss a great opportunity just like that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But for me, man, it's like just being just being immersed in everything. Like there isn't a day that goes by that I'm not doing something toward what I ultimately want to be doing in any right. of my crafts. Right. You know what I'm saying? If I'm reading a voiceover script, I mean, what I just had in my hand when I was doing the paper bit was a script. Right. Reading the script, uh, recording something toward my next project, um, I, some of everything, man. Go editing photos, going through video stuff, I'm, everything. Learning new software to edit with. Yeah, it's, it's 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 all a grind, man. I think I think you know one of the you know you just that question you had you know the difference between the opportunities and the opportunity. Um, Thinking hard about that, I think the opportunity, the one of the opportunities that come is those those that feel right. You know what right. I mean? They feel good, they feel right. The opportunities, you just doing it just because. Right. You know what I mean, like right. there's no there's no real rhyme and reason. It's here. Let me go ahead and jump on it. You know what I mean? My man doing right. it for him. I'm gonna go do it too. It's an opportunity. Right. Blah. You know what I mean? But when it feel right, like you supposed to be there. That's me. Exactly. You know, so yeah, exactly. That organic type. That organic feeling. You know what I'm right. saying? Everybody around you is like, okay, mm-hmm. I see what you're trying to do. You know what I mean? So, um, let everybody know, you know, before we get to this song, because we don't get to this song epic, I want to make sure we play this. And we ain't going to give them the whole thing because I want to make sure they go get it. You got it on streaming platforms, right? Well, that's all. Yes. Okay. Yes. I want to make sure they stream that. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
Tell everybody your social media, where they can get to you. Do you have a website, all that good stuff? Absolutely. Everything, all of my stuff is what it says right there under my picture, at here for Sidir, S-Y-D-I-R, as in speak your dreams into reality. That's what it means. Oh. Um, yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. But everything, Instagram is that, Twitter, Facebook is that. My website is www.hereforsidir.com. So it's, it's all everything uniform. Matters. You can't miss it. Yeah, absolutely. I hope people understand that. That's very important. So when they look for you, they know what to put down. And then exactly. They it, you know, so that's that's dope. Um, any shout outs that you want to give? Anybody? You know? Man, shout out to yourself for this platform for underground people like myself, man. Shout out to Corporate Tone. Right. But let me tell you something about Tone, man. Tone has been, and it's so funny, we have these conversations all the time, but Tone has been watching my grind for god i want to say it's funny now because anytime you think of something you have to take two and a half years off of it or right. add two and a half years to it because of the pandemic so i want to say shit, maybe five years now four or five years now he, he first saw me perform at this place called the mist and he was like yo i don't know when but me and this cat gonna work together when when the when the time is right Right. And sure enough, man, like these last couple few months, man, he's been booking me to do these shows at these high schools to go speak to the kids and so on and so forth, man. And that's been amazing. You know what I mean? So shout out to him for really, yeah. you know, bring, bringing me up because I have been praying like, God, I need a manager. I need representation. I need, right. I need help, right. you know? Right. And here he came unexpectedly out of the blue and, you know, been keeping me busy. So, you know, definitely shout out to him, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. But yeah, just just shout out to everybody that is out here really trying to do it. You know what I mean? Not just not just the people that say, oh, I'm an artist, I'm an actor, but you have nothing to show for. Shout out to the people who are really out here grinding to make it happen and, and have something to show for it, because it's it's not easy. Right. It's not easy. It, it, it's, it's really a labor of love. Like you have to love, love this shit to do it. Right, right, right. That's a you fact. Know what I mean? That's a lot oh, of yeah. too, so I can definitely understand that. So we get ready to play this song right now, Epic. You know what I mean? Produced by Evo, right? Evo's Evo, yep. produced by Evo. Is a dope, you know, who's produced for Mary J. Blige, who's produced. Name some other people that he's produced for right quick. Off the top of my head, I know it's Mary, her, and he did, I think, three tracks off of Chris Brown's Indigo album, his most recent, I believe. Definitely. So, so yeah, let's 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 drop this. Let every people let the people hear what we got going on right quick. It must be something in the water that's got me feeling this good, y'all. We here. So if you with me, get your glass up and get your sand up. Come through. Like love on my niche. Everybody know I like new kicks. Stacking up my paper like a full brick. And I've been on the block, not a new kid. Shut up, I don't wanna hear your nuisance. Bugaboo, why you gotta be a nuisance? 2020-21 was a true gift. Treated us like new phone. Who is? Yeah, but never mind that. We're gonna make it through the rough times that. Gotta stick now, we never bounce back. Wouldn't be who we are without that. So yeah, if you in here, make a friend here. Pick it up with the ones that should have been here. Let's celebrate them. Put your glass up now, get your hands up. Party like it's the last one. Everybody ride, come through, get lit with me tonight. Come through, don't know what you were expecting. Work and show the body. 
station power 107.6 the truth right here in jacksonville we got it streaming we got we got it on there absolutely on a daily basis that's thank you music you know what i mean so power 107.6 the truth power 107.6 the truth.com actually 1076 the truth.com or you can go download that mobile app you know what i mean so uh that way you can listen to it on the go and hear got going on but specifically Sadir's on there with that song epic so it's only epic that you go ahead and listen to it you know what I mean yes so sir yes sir appreciate you taking time out with us even through the little small technical difficulties but we got it it's right. all good man it's Same. all good right shout out to Tampa Mystic that's that's really showing love saying let's go she supports she like the song she like the music you know what I'm thank saying thank you so much <laughs> Yeah, shout again, shout out corporate tone. That's a dope dude. He always hit me up, sending me the dopest people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Of course, one of the dopest artists that that came through here. Um, thank you, hey man. I appreciate everything that you do. You know thank I mean? you, thank you, thank you, man. All right, y'all. So you already know what it is. Underground movers, Shaw Cyphers, Sadir, holla at your boy.